What's good, YouTube? Quinn Wade, basketball analysis. Come to y'all on analysisplayground.com on YouTube. We're going to talk about my Boston Celtics defeating the Denver Nuggets 131 to 112. The Nuggets ended up being 8 and 4 after the loss. They're 4 and 4 away. The Celtics improved to 9 and 3, 5 and 1 at home. They have on a better record than they did in the playoffs last year, which is a positive sign. Grant Williams, 13 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 block, 1 steal, 3 personal fouls. He was a plus nothing or negative nothing, 0 and plus minus, 1 for 3 in the free throw line, 2 of 5 from 3. Um, he was 5 of 8 from the field in 32 minutes. Jason Tatum was amazing and exciting this game. Shot over 50% from the field, 11 for 21. He was 2 of 7 from 3. Not terrible, not amazing. 10 of 11 from the free throw line was amazing from the uh, free throw line. He had eight rebounds, which was great. Five assists. He also had only one turnover, which was the best part of his game. He did get in foul trouble a little bit with four personal fouls, but never really got that fifth or sixth, which was what you want to see. And plus 18 and plus minus, which was the second highest other than Marcus Smart. And he had 34 points. He's been leading us in scoring, been one of the league leaders in scoring. His first season averaging 30-plus points. We haven't had that in the history of the Celtics, I believe. Paul Pierce came the closest. Larry Bird came close, too, uh, with 28 points per game. Tatum had 27 in the game last year. He's showing incremental improvements in the positive direction, finishing the basket more efficiently, getting to his shots more better. He just got to continue to shoot the three ball well. Always been a great free throw shooter. His playmaking has improved. Five assists to one turnover and only eight rebounds, which was great. He's playing bigger. He looks bigger. He looks stronger. Looks like the best Tatum we have seen. And the fact that he continues to get better each and every season. And the fact that he made a huge jump from star status to all-star status the last two seasons to now superstar status. Now we can see if he can lead us to a title. That's the biggest challenge for D Jason Tatum um, as a team and individually. Can he really be a finals MVP? We know he's an Eastern Conference MVP from last year, but can he become a finals MVP? He's showing more of those characteristics this year. I think that's a great sign for the Celtics as a nation, as a fan base, and as a fan of what Tatum has done and the improvements that he has made. It's very impressive to see him get this much better. I knew he was great in the draft, but I didn't see him averaging 30-plus points in the NBA, and now he's doing it. We can see, we won't have to see if he can do it for the rest of the season. Al Horford, 21 points. He's a plus 11 and plus minus one steal, two assists, seven rebounds. He also is one or two from the free throw line. Six or eight from three, really spaced the floor well. He's always sitting in that corner at the top of the key waiting for somebody to throw him a pass. Tonight, he was able to make majority of his threes only missed two of them he was seven to 12 from the field the rest of his shots was layups and push shots um and, and that was it for him Marcus Smart was two or four from the field didn't take a three or a free throw but he did have four assists and only one turnover he had five personal fouls couldn't really get it going because of the aggressiveness of Jokic and those guys beating him up in the paint and attacking the basket and baiting him and he fell into the baits tonight which was bad defense he was a plus 28 though 
and plus minus and four points. Jalen Brown had a huge game, 25 points. He was 11 from 15 from the field, but he also was three or four from the three-point line, getting his handle to get to the basket, to get his floaters and his jump shots and his mid-range going. Also was able to hit some pull-ups, spot-up threes. Some was contested, some was open, and he only missed one of them, which was great. He continued to show huge improvements in his three-point shooting, something that we knew he had to improve coming, in high, coming out of high school and college, and it's something that he has done, including improving his handle to be able to navigate through the defense to get to the spots that he needs to do to get to and also knowing when to hit the mid-range and the floater or a dunk when he gets to his spots. He has a good, efficient way of finishing those shots instead of just being a guy that just runs to the basket, attacking it, and just trying to get a layup or a dunk the easy way. He has modified the way he has done it, and that's impressive to see that it has consistently continued to grow each and every season, too. And he has become an all-star level player again, something that he hasn't been in two years um, this season. Eight rebounds, eight assists, and three turnovers, three personal fouls. He was a plus eight with 25 points and plus minus, and he was had 25 points total. Um, Noah Vonley, zero points across the board. He was plus one in two minutes. Um, Sam Hauser had five points. He had one three that he made. He missed the other five. He was two of seven from the field. Five rebounds, one assist, two blocks, two personal fouls. He was a plus 12. Big net. Luke Cornette had eight points, huge eight points and clutch moments, plus 10. He was had one assist. He had seven rebounds in 13 minutes. He also had four of eight from the field. One was a mid-range shot that you have to make. Then the other one was lobs and dunks. He just a big seven-foot body that can protect the rim and has good touch and good hands. He just has to work on the rest of his game. I think he would be a starting center for us in the future. Honestly, I like what I have seen out of him. Derrick White, 10 points plus six, four assists, and one rebound. And then he also was two of six from the field, two of two from the free throw line, three of nine from the field. Peyton Pritchard came off that bench and had 16 minutes. He was five of six from the field, oh, one from three, but he was one of two from the free throw line. He also had five rebounds total, one steal, two turnovers, and 11 points. And then Davidson had... Two minutes, he didn't do anything but get one assist and one rebound, and he was a plus one because of that. And then you look at the fact that the Nuggets, the losing team, just came up short defensively, couldn't really contain the Celtics. They allowed them to get easy threes and easy mid-range and easy opportunities and just grew away from them as the game continued to go on. Boston outscored them 33-25 to in the first quarter, and then they outscored them keeping the lead pushing with 33-32 to in the second quarter. Then the, the Nuggets made a little bit of a run, 34-31 to in the in the third quarter, but the lead was a little bit too much at that point. And then they got outscored 34 to 21 in the fourth quarter, just getting outpaced and out offense um, efficiently and effectively throughout the entire game. And it ended up helping them losing this entire game. Aaron Gordon, 17 points, was a negative four. Three personal fouls, two assists, eight rebounds, four uh Six of 11 from the field, one of two from three. Michael Porter Jr., three of 10, one of six from three. He also had four rebounds, seven points, negative 24 because of that. And he also had two personal fouls. Nikola Jokic, 29 points, negative 14. He had four personal fouls, two turnovers. One of his fouls got rescinded because of a challenge by Mike Malone. Three assists, eight rebounds, a mediocre game for Jokic. Um, defensively and when it comes to assists and rebounds. He was three or four from the field, 
two of four from three, 12 of 20 from the field, didn't protect the paint well, couldn't really get in the groove with his teammates tonight, which was good defense and good uh, good effectiveness, swarming and, and making him overthink a little bit. Same with Jamal Murray, 14 points. He also had 10 assists, but four rebounds, one or two from the field, one of five from three, six of 17 from the field, couldn't really get his offense going. Same with Michael Porter Jr., uh, Caldwell Pope had a solid game, really helped them push the lead uh, back to where they can steal the game. 5 of 11 from the field, 5 of 7 from 3. He also had 1 assist, 15 points, 3 personal fouls, negative 6. Jeff Green came off that bench and was one of the best players off the bench for them. In 21 minutes, he shot 2 of 4, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. He also was a negative 12 and plus minus 1 personal foul, 7 points. Uh, Najee. Zero points, one steal, one rebound. It's 0 for 1 from 3, 0 for 1 from the field. Bruce Brown had a good game in 37 minutes, 5 of 14 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. Um, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 1 turnover, 1 personal foul, negative 8, 16 points. Uh, cancer, um, 0 points, negative 1, 1 rebound. Um, 0 of 1 from the field, 0 of 1 from 3. DeAndre Jordan, 9 minutes. He had 1 of 2 from the field. One block, two points, but negative five. Reed, three points, one turnover, one rebound. I mean, one one field goal, one three point shot. And Braun, two points, negative seven, two rebounds, zero free throw attempts, zero three point attempts, and one field goal. Um, the Denver Nuggets shot 45% from the field, 41% from three, 80% from the free throw line. The Celtics scorched them with 55% from the field, 43% from three, and only 75% from the free throw line. The, the Nuggets just couldn't contain the Celtics. They was all over the place attacking, probing the defense inside out, hitting mid-ranges, hitting post-ups, hitting threes. Um, whether it was wide open or contested, they was grooving, they was feeling themselves, they was doing their thing, and it's just hard to stop a team that's confident, hard to stop a team that plays together, hard to stop a team that defends well. The Celtics are continuing to prove that they're legitimate championship contenders, and they can do everything that's needed to win the game, whether it's getting up in the guys, blitzing guys offensively, getting on hot streaks with guys like Jalen Brown, Malcolm Brown didn't even play tonight, and it didn't even matter because Peyton Pritchard came in, was locked in, and ready to go. And you need guys that's ready to go when guys go down. Next man up mentality has to be installed in their brain and still within their blood if they want to bleed green. Because what we have done um, in the history of the Celtics, we always had a great six member that's Kevin McHale or Cornbread Maxwell or even Bill Walton. Um, we had a lot of guys that have embodied that role. And they also had guys like Tatum and Brown, whether it's Kevin McHale and Larry Bird or Bob Cousy and I don't know how to check or even, you know, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen and Raja Rondo and having Rasheed Wallace come off the bench or even a guy like Poe or uh, Eddie House come off the bench. We have had those guys on the entire roster before and we have have similar type of talent on this roster and those are championship teams that was led by small forwards like Jason Tatum and, and, and Paul Pierce and guys like um, Bill Russell, um, which are around the same size and have done things like this nature uh, when it comes to winning titles. And now it's about getting back to the finals, 
having a great rate of season to build chemistry, to build that continuity that's needed to win a title. And I hope we can continue to do that. And then it's about playing the same basketball that we did in the regular season, but intensifying it and getting everybody healthy and everybody on the same page like they are now and just playing our best basketball when it matters the most. Other than that, see you guys later. Quinn Way Basketball Analysis sign out. Another instant analysis will be coming out tonight. It'll be about the Bucks. And it will also be about the Minnesota Timberwolves games. Other than that, see you guys later tonight.